0: What is going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. My name is Toad. Today, I'm sitting down with the one and only old boy himself, Mr. Tim Montana. He's back in Vegas, causing a ruckus as normal. We talked ZZ Top, Hot Sauce, Tom Brokaw, Throat Surgery, the trust issues that I myself as Toad have with Tim Montana, because there's many of them. If you spent any time with him, you know, you need to have trust issues with him. We talked Rob O'Neill, Seal Team 6, Charlie Sheen, Travis Pastrana, Kid Rock, you know what else we even talked how the Lord sent him to shut down pop country all by himself, one pop country artist at a time. Let's get to know Tim Montana. time you
1: the choice everybody wants to be a cowboy Good evening, I'm Walter Cronkite. Do you remember Walter Cronkite? No,
0: you didn't grow up watching him. You didn't even have TV when you grew up.
1: Ah, uh, Tom Brokaw, baby. That was kind of my era.
0: That that was it, yeah. dude. Welcome to Toad's Tune. Sitting here today with the one, the only sober, Tim Montana. For now, motherfucker. I know it's well. Actually, it's not because you're you're having a hot toddy right now because it's because yeah. it's 62 outside in Vegas.
1: Well, you know, I've lost my sense of taste and smell. I got this weird cold, so I figured the hot toddy might help it. And that was a COVID joke. Laugh. Did it Insert work? Insert the laugh track. Did it work? So far, so good.
0: So far, so good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I saw you in July. Okay. Up in Utah. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Thank you. You were having these breathing issues. You had this thing over your mask, and you told me to hang out, and I was like, I'm not
1: going to hang out because I don't trust you. Uh, and then you go in, and you have throat surgery. hmm So what happened? I started having some weird things. My voice would cut in and out when I hit certain notes, and it wasn't particularly a high or low note. It was just... Just voice would cut out, and just air would blow like a saxophone without a reed. It was so weird. And uh, go in, they're like, you have a vocal polyp. And they're like, you have to have surgery. You need to come off the road. And I was like, I can't afford to come off the road right now. So I went against the doctor's orders for about a month. That's why you saw me. I'm like, I'll do the mask. I'll drink water like crazy. I'll right. do this and that. But it was a big enough polyp that none of that helped. And then when I went back in for a checkup after you saw me, in Utah, we went up and did the Travis Tritt dates and all that, and I came home for a quick break before I went back out and did some more rad festivals. And the doctor brought another doctor in, and they said, look, if you don't stop right now, you're never going to work in music again. And oh. I was like,
0: hmm. "Okay." So It was either going back to washing dishes or go ahead and let them go ahead and do the throat right. surgery.
1: And they, it was so bad that they couldn't even operate for seven days till the hemorrhaging stopped. It was a polyp that... I abused so much by singing when I wasn't supposed to that it was now a hemorrhaging polyp, a hemorrhage and a polyp, and the whole cords were yellow and covered with blood, and they're just like, oh, my God, stop now. So I stopped and uh, got the surgery after a week of not speaking. That was my first seven days of this. I went 16 days without saying a word. I can't make a noise.
0: You had an app on your phone you could type in, and it talked or something like yeah, that? I have,
1: I have some of the things I saved, my favorite things to say to my family. It was tough canceling shows and everyone's like, "Oh man, that's just got to suck like losing that kind of money." And I was like, "What's, well, you know, that sucks the financial part, but there was a venue in Montana that posted so and so canceled, but Local Boy Tim Montana would never cancel. You'll see him in 2 days or a week, whatever it was, and right. we hadn't announced yet that I wasn't coming, and I was seeing those posts and that was the part that broke my heart. I was like, "Oh my god."
0: So do you go back to those venues
1: and Play again real quick. I hope or? so. I just oh you, no, you haven't yet. Haven't yet. Yeah. I mean I just came. This is my first weekend out in yeah. a month and a half. So I'm gonna play you the top things I said when I was uh going through 16 days of silence because of my vocal polyp surgery. Let's hear him. I could not live a happy life without being able to yell because people in our house are so dumb.
0: Alright, that's one. <laughs>
1: if you're looking for sympathy, you will find it in the dictionary somewhere between shit and syphilis. You are a jerk. Remember, kids, if you say you're sick at school, they make you get a COVID test. So unless you're actually sick, shut up and mind your business. <laughs> so I'll come back with a big swinging dick. But no. <laughs> Rude. Eat a dick. Tim. Tim. <laughs> they call me horse cock. I need my beard trimmed.
0: <laughs> so did you go? Did you go get a haircut? So these are the these are the top ten things that you said when you lost your voice. Mm-hmm. That text message. Yeah. Voice. I like it. Text
1: to voice. What did Danielle think? Did she like you shutting the hell up? No, it was bad because I would stomp and I'd whistle.
0: (whistles) It was
1: like, come now, see what I need. Dude, I mean, it gave me a whole new respect for caregivers. Well, no, (laughs) I grew up around a lot of deaf people. And granted, I still had my sense of hearing, but not able to speak is like, oh my God. And there was, I remember I started going to a new gym because I'm like, well, I'm home. Might as well work out. So I started going to this Redcon gym in Nashville, and the guy at the front desk is convinced i did the voice app so then he starts writing things on paper and showing them to me and pointing at him and i'm like i'm not deaf and he was like writing responses i'm like jesus christ <laughs> so it was, weird. it was a weird deal what what causes a polyp uh overdoing it bad vocal hygiene and the doctor's office was full of singers with issues because you take a year year and a half off because of covid your vocal cords are muscle. All of a sudden, you go back to work, and you're all excited and screaming and hollering, and look how badass I am. And look and that at. not work? No, it doesn't work. Do
0: you think that the whiskey or the cigars or smoking or the hot sauce did anything?
1: Like, did uh, they say that that's a part of it? Yeah, I gave up chewing first. So this is I'm um, four or five months without nicotine at all. Wow. Just, Just a hard stop? Hard stop. Had to. Wow. So I gave up. I was even doing those Zen bags, but I remember I'd put a Zen chew in, and— Immediately, I'd sound like, I can't even do gravel knocks, it's bad for it. But I'd immediately get gravelly. And uh, so then I quit that. And I quit booze So months without alcohol. Just I wanted the healing process to happen as fast right. as possible, you know. So also, like, in the midst of all that, I was like, well, if I can't talk and I can't drink and I can't chew, let's lose some weight. Let's go keto. Let's cut out carbs. So I was about as miserable of a motherfucker as you can get. But right. I was like, if we're going to suffer, let's suffer. And so how long you been keto? Uh, probably a month and a half, maybe. And is that for weight loss? Yeah, just because I just want to lose weight. I'm like, well, if I'm not drinking, it's a great time to, you that know. That should
0: do it anyway. Just the alcohol alone should do it. I lost,
1: it. yeah. I've lost, like, 15 pounds so far, but I just wanted to add the keto to it. You know, just like, if you're going to be miserable, be miserable, baby. So how long are you, are you going to do keto for a while, or yeah, you're right. just going to try and stay on that? Yeah, I've been in, in it for a while. I want to look good. For who? Because I'm just going to come back and... Just gonna fuck up music row, dude. They're gonna be like, Who's that dude? He's in shape. Is he got the voice of an angel? Plus, he's got a gorgeous beard and mane. God, right. just running, shutting pop country down is what I'm here to do. That's, that's, what, that's what you're all about. That's what the Lord sent me to do. I'm doing God's work, okay? So,
0: <laughs> the Lord, do you speak to you why you, were, why you were on
1: an edible or not on an
0: edible? <laughs> about? You
1: know? Those shrooms just kicked in, man! <laughs> Holy hell!
0: I showed you a nice shroom tonight. that was definitely a male. That was a male shroom. That was, that was, good. That was who nice? sent you that? Jim, the guy that got you up at um, my buddy that got yeah, you up yeah, at yeah. Co- Country Fan
1: Fest. That was a fun show.
0: Yeah, it was a fun show. Do you do you like? Twenty twenty, obviously shitty. What's the thing that you missed the most from being on the road? Was it? I mean, you did I mean, it changed your whole life. It changed everybody's life. It just right. made you like really stop and appreciate stuff. So I guess. From the whole being a musician, from that standpoint, what's the one thing that 2020 made you appreciate the most? Probably
1: the road sex. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, uh, definitely the live, live performance part. Yeah. Um, not the wheels not turning. Sitting at home, actually getting to meet my kids. That was weird. <laughs> getting to know them. Put them to bed. Right. <laughs> what's going on here? Who the hell are you? I'm your kid. I'm dad. What do you mean, dad? And you What's just up? had and you just had another one. I just had number 4. Huh? I got a, a couch in the basement it pulls out. I don't <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you feeling that number fives right around the corner after after your last week at home?
1: Yeah, we were <laughs> dropping some hot ones up there, so <laughs> you <never> killing know. <laughs> me, dude, killing me. I love it. I
0: freaking love it. What's what's the rest of twenty twenty one looking for you? We know that next week you go down the road for a couple stops with Kid Rock, and then after that, what do, what, what do you got? Uh, massive ZZ Top tour. Okay. So we got. H- how does that work with, um, I'm drawing a blank, his passing.
1: Oh, Dusty. Dusty. Yeah, Dusty Hill passed. um, The guitar tech of like 28 years, Elwood Francis, stepped in. That was Dusty's wishes, actually. When he went home, you know, they knew he was sick, and he said, hey, man, I got to go see the doctor. Something's not right. Right. And from what I've gathered, it sounds like folks in the band kind of knew. They're like, this ain't good. He don't look good. And so he said, the show must continue. Put Elwood Francis in. Does he have a beard? Dude, it's so weird. Elwood never had a beard until COVID, never said a word and. ZZ Top is surrounded by mystique and weird happenstances and mystery, and Elwood shows up after COVID, has this massive white beard. I didn't even know the dude had was that old, because he always used to have his hair dyed green, he dressed like Beetlejuice and skateboard across the stage. And, right. You know, it was just this kind of quirky guitar guitar tech that would watch old wrestling videos, black and white, like homemade wrestling videos from Kentucky. And then Elwood or, uh, Dusty gets sick, Elwood goes in, and now, bam, That's Elwood's... It bass player one of the biggest rock bands ever
0: they have a, a residency here in vegas right, right now yeah
1: they're playing tonight where's that at the venetian the venetian yeah. they're supposed to do they're picking up the show billy was in france or spain and flew back to vegas picked up by a cab and and he said are you coming to the show tomorrow night and the cab driver's like you haven't heard and Everything's shut down so that was news to billy that he wasn't playing the next night so now tonight and last night, they started the residency there. That they're making up for when the curtain was dropped. No calling, way. It, yeah. That's
0: kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I remember pre-COVID them moving here and you saying something about that and hinting about the idea of them having a residency here. And you think about bands like ZZ Top. I have this conversation a lot with a lot of my quote-unquote younger friends. And I say that the problem with country music today is it's it's not timeless. A lot of it's not True. timeless. I would 100% agree with that. And. I still listen to it's kind of frustrating because our classic rock station here plays Duran Duran as classic rock and I kind of get to, I I laugh at it but I'm less or tears for fears and stuff like that but I look at that music and I go Tears for Fears is one of those bands that's timeless last night time on my way home I listened to The Smiths I listened to that in the 80s aging myself but Oh I know how old you are now You do buddy. know everybody knows how old no, I they know don't. but what what do you think is going on with 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 country music today I know that you're not a huge fan of music row um if it happens it happens per se but like what, what what do you think that secret ingredient is for an artist to get on the radio versus someone that just such as yourself that i'm gonna go ahead and be frustrated because i remember when you went on the highway for what single were you pushing it wasn't
1: american thread was it hillbilly rich and then we had bar band no pr- prior to that was not american that's thread two songs i've had on there is they rich. weren't on
0: there they wouldn't play them you went in for an interview
1: But they wouldn't play the song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I did go in for an interview, and they wouldn't play it because it was too aggressive.
0: Yeah, and I sat back, and I tried to call in, and they're like, "What's your question?" I was like, "I just want to talk to Tim." They're like, "We need to know what your question is," because they were going to record it and then play it. And I'm like, "That's fucked up, man. I want to be like, like if you're if this is live and all this other kind of stuff." I was pissed because the end of the day was my question is why the hell aren't you going to play the song? He can come in and talk, but why can't he play? But you think that's what's wrong with radio today?
1: Is that yeah? I mean, I think so. And uh, you said. Timeless and that's kind of my thing is, you know, now being in the machine and having a record contract. Oh, that's radio, that's radio. I'm like, Cool man, radio is flashing the pan. Like, how about timeless classics? Yeah. Like who what are we who what artists will we remember in twenty years? And I don't think it's a lot of guys that are on the radio right now. Ten years. I
0: can right. go back to last year and let's just talk about the number ones and you sit back and go, I don't even remember that song.
1: Right. And then you see these guys can't sell seventy five tickets in Kansas City on a Friday night, but yet they've had three number ones and I'm like, something is not working here right
0: that it's it's the mystery between i wish i wish there was a way to i mean i know that there's you can monetize spotify you can monetize um itunes i know that a particular monster in radio is pushing an artist right now and i believe they're pushing him because of um, um whatever i'll His leave it there. size huh huge wiener huge wiener yeah but i listen to I I see that this huge monster of radio, has about every, like 80 something high percent of the stations have picked up this single. And I keep watching it on the streaming, and it should go back to streaming. You should see that song on the radio go back because the people that A, might listen to radio, if they like a song enough, they're going to go download, they're going to listen to it because we live in this entitled world where I want it right now. Right. And so, but it's not, it's not translating back to a download. Right. So I just like sit back and I'm like, I don't understand I understand the Midwest. I get it. But I don't understand when you say that there's an artist that has three number ones that goes and plays in the Midwest and people don't show up. It's just weird to me. Right. And then you got Texas
1: acts that show up and kill it. Couldn't get played on the radio for nothing and then all of a sudden selling out, you know. Yeah, I mean when you I think when you when you stay true to what you are, it starts to
0: come out. Like you do. You definitely do that. The guys like the Cadillac three do that. Right. Um
1: the Cody Jinx of the That's world. It's a harder road that way, but I feel like you're paying your dues. In Twenty years, you're going to look back and you're going to remember those bands, not the guys that, you know, right? Did the radio gig and did it like they're oh, this they how supposed to be done, is yeah. it? Yeah. Because uh, Waylon just rolled over again. Again, you look at it, Cody Johnson played here. Um, it was funny when we
0: when we started doing the deal, they gave me some really high number, and I'm like, absolutely not. He plays up the street during NFR for free. There's no way I'm going to take that chance. Right. I'll give you a lower guarantee, and we'll do a back end. We did. We ended up paying him more. We didn't know what was going to happen, like how many people. But we learned from that. And then we turn around, and Casey Donahue comes through, slays it here, just monster. But you see artists like this that they don't shit on the radio. Right. People don't know who they are. Well, you would think, but that's where the streaming side comes. But then you go into the pop country world, and the people that stream millions, they don't sell tickets. Right. So trying to find that magic is so it's difficult. Sounding
1: like everybody else, I don't think, makes people want to get off their ass and go see you in a venue. Right. You What's know,
0: that? I look at it in Vegas, you have to be something different in Vegas, because imagine, to me, like, you can go to any club on the strip and it's packed. You can go to Broadway and go just about every, every venue down there, and there's they're playing every whatever you call hit on the radio, and they're packed. But an independent artist or an artist that's an original artist that goes out, they don't get the same pull because especially a town like this because you right. can go anywhere and see it. you can go see michael jackson tonight you can like there's He's everything still around <laughs> how's he look white <laughs> like an apparition pale just a little pale, pale. <laughs> so you got you got new music out a lot yeah. of new music out um bar band is doing well you've got be a cowboy that's doing yeah doing pbr Yep,
1: that's the theme song on there that's straining really good right now and are <laughs> you back in town for pbr Yeah, we're playing the PBR finals here. So we'll be here at uh, T Mobile or whatever. That'll be rad. Doing that. And then uh, we're about to put out a video for Gone Looks Better than Making Me Release Some Heartfelt Love Songs. Why? I don't know. Show the softer side of me. There
0: is no softer side of you. It's called flaccid. It's called flaccid. (laughs) You don't hate love. You have four kids and an awesome freaking wife. So
1: annoying. So is she, gosh. No, you love her. I'm so married, I don't look both ways when I cross the street. Just kidding, honey. I love you. Why don't
0: you tell your dad joke that you told us at dinner tonight? Which one? What kind of food?
1: Oh, what kind of food prevents blowjobs? Wedding cake. Hey. Da-da-da. so <laughs> good. So good. So 2022's roll around the corner. Yes, sir. Goals. Uh go conquer Europe. Yeah. I want to flip around on them. You know, just come over and take over. Are, are you planning a trip overseas? <laughs> yeah, we've got to uh, signed a booking deal over there, about to sign a record contract over in Europe, and they're going to work my old stuff, because they're like, hey, this beard came here to party. Hillbilly American Rich. Thread, Hillbilly Rich. They're like, how are these songs not picked up? I'm like, welcome to American Music. Right. And uh, so we're going to go push that over there.
0: Headlining tour thing, kind of
1: thing? Are you going to go uh, We're going to do festivals, and then, nice. you know, we've never been, so it's going to be a big experiment, but... You know, it's kind of funny what they tell me over there. They're like, man, there's no, you don't have characters in American music right now. And they're like, back in the day, it's easy top, and those guys were characters. They looked cool. They had a thing about them. You had Kid Rocks. You had all these people, and they're like, now it's the music in America is so vanilla. And all the artists, they get over there just like, hi, I'm so and so, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, they went through my stuff. They're like, yeah, we're going to have to dial you back a little bit. Yeah, just a wee bit. (laughs) Right, just a wee bit. But uh, I'm excited to go over there. It's gonna be a new frontier for me, and I'd be I'd be fine just touring Ireland twice a year and crushing it over there. And
0: right. Well, you would drink like crazy. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And you, how much do you guess. golf?
1: I don't golf. No. Would you start golfing if no, you went to Ireland? No, no. Why?
0: Golfing's dumb. Why is it dumb? Because you like chasing are, balls like, around. Guys are
1: like taking metal sticks, chasing balls around the field. It's like four. They're putting, and I'm like, oh god. We just did a charity event, the American Thread Sporting Clay Shoot, and everyone's like. Why that? I'm like, because I don't golf. <laughs> I'm like, you know, uh, the golf carts are cool. You can do stunts in them. You can crash. There's risk. Cause, right. You know, there's risk associated with it. Um, but we mix that with shotguns and ride around and, and shoot sporting clays. And it was really cool. Raised a quarter of a million dollars for uh, active duty and onions. On Not bad for a hack from Elk Park, Montana. Right. That had no power growing up. That's right. No power, baby. No um, power now. Watch out. The video
0: you did at Pastrana's house. Do it fast. Do it fast. How's that overall experience?
1: He's a crazy dude. You're a crazy yeah, dude. It's awesome. You get us together. It's two crazy dudes. Well one I, cup.
0: I don't one cup. Two,
1: I don't want to see that video. That's for girl. We already
0: made it. We had to delete it. <laughs> had to delete it. It was just too 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 sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you film a video with Charlie Sheen? One with Travis Pastrana. Yes. What's next? Like how do you top that shit?
1: Oh, probably me, Josh Brolin, Charlie Sheen, and Donald Trump will get together and do a video. What's that song gonna be called? Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I don't know. You gonna release it in twenty four? Yeah, 24. <laughs> it'll be his. It'll be his theme song for Guess running again. Who's back? <laughs> the red tie is back. Right. That's what it should be. No, I don't know. I mean, those are all videos that were very natural. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, how'd you? I didn't go to these guys and say, hey, can I hire you to do this?'" I don't know. It was just a natural evolution of things that happened, and then all of a sudden, opportunity presents itself. I take it, you know? Right. Half a life is showing up, baby, and I'm proof of that. So. Nine Lives, dude. That's right. Hillbilly Rich, um, that video,
0: you go back and watch it. To me, that's one of those songs for a time that I think people can go back and you can appreciate it a couple times a year sort of thing. The right. video that's called cool. The Story. Let's talk about the story
1: about that, the guy that's in it. Yeah, Rob O'Neill, the guy that shot Bin Laden.
0: Right. How, how do
1: you two be? You guys grew up in the same city? <laughs> yes, we did, but he's, uh, Rob's probably 10 years older than me, maybe a little less. So right, we did So didn't he's know like 64? It. Yeah, he's like <laughs> 106. Um, just kidding. Um, I didn't know Rob growing up, but his brother was the first DJ to play me on the radio. And, uh, so I met him through that I went into his studio and I saw a guy in in camo on the wall and I was like who's that he's like it's my brother Rob he's a Navy SEAL I'm like what team he's like I don't know but he lives on the East Coast and I'm like team six and so then years later he gets out I'd sent him music around that time you know didn't know who he was just sent him music to Afghanistan through Tom for him to hear so he gets out and he's like you were taking care of me and being cool to my family before you knew who I was I'm about to take you on a ride so Rob hooked me up, Rob connected me with Charlie Sheen, Rob connected me with Fox, oh, wow. Kid Rock, I mean Rob has been a huge part of my career and life, and I'm very grateful for him, and uh, yeah, so he made a lot of those connections, and we did the Hillbilly Rich video, not knowing what we were doing, just raised some money, like checkers, hamburgers paid for part of that video, wow. um, ammo company, and that was where... People in for like how, how, what, who are you, and how did you do that? How'd you get helicopters and Rolls Royces? I'm like, well, we just—I'm Tim fucking Montana. Made some phone calls. Traeger Grills came on board. I mean- Dude,
0: so like, what is this machine behind you that that brings these brands to you? That just—I mean, that, I mean, it's badass. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get it, but like, how to? A lot of people sit back and they're—I think that they—they they strive to be at that level, but this stuff just seems like to fall in your lap per se. I'm not saying you don't work for it, but
1: right, I don't know what the magic you know my buddy Chris at CMS helped with Checkers and a couple others but he was he does brand partnerships and he was fascinated by a guy that was at my level which isn't a very high level how I was able to have these brands that I had already right and he you know had wasn't able to figure it out whether it's a personality thing or what it is you know but you know like the snap-on thing ended up on the side of 2500 trucks and doing their big marketing campaign and that just they saw me on Traeger's website Cole called me emailed hey this is jerry from snap on he's like a vp over there and hey we want to hire you for a campaign i'm like what so then i call him and i'm like he applied right below or put the email in right below the weed and whiskey sign (laughs) from a major corporation and people seem to not be thrown by that you know they're just like hey it's kind of a good old boy or whatever it is but i've had crazy brand stuff and just two days ago i was sitting there at jack daniels in nashville filming a major online ad campaign for them with india motorcycle and it was a whole day and there's i'm pull up and I'm like, there's a grip truck there's a makeup person like it's a big ad sure you know? so i kind of sit there pinching myself and just finished with fox doing a national tv campaign so it's weird i don't know what it is but fortunate for these companies and people that see something in me and i think it connects and I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy <laughs> to be anywhere at this point. Everything is nice. I'm happy to have a voice. Do you hear how low it is? Dude, I it's good. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see you. I,
0: I saw you uh, um, pre, we're going to call it what, pre-surgery. I get to see you post-surgery and
1: uh, nice ball. Thank you. Um, So I can't full send tonight. I can't add gravel in my voice yet. That's why I had to do a shorter set and I can't yell the F word. I'd love to, but I can Why can't don't
0: you just it. have your phone in the middle of your set, pull out your phone and just press that button that says fuck. And then so press right fast. after it, Tim. So it's how to say fuck, Tim.
1: Easy fix. Eat a fucking vegetable, captain obvious.
0: (laughs) Did you have to like change your diet because of this as far as the other than the keto stuff you did on your own, like right after surgery? What were you having? Soup? No, so no. The diet
1: was pretty straight up, nothing spicy. And alcohol cut that out, cut out caffeine. I was doing no caffeine too. No caffeine, nicotine, alcohol. Did you cut out all the stimulants? Like just like that? It was weird, man. But I got still no caffeine? No, I got back on coffee. I had okay. to. So I'm just countering that with the amount of water I drink, which I drink a crazy amount every oh, that's day. That's
0: another one. Are you still in bed with the Black Rifle guys? Oh, yeah. Dude, that's yeah. just, I just, I don't drink coffee. I think it's weird. And people love coffee. Yeah, I hate the coffee. smell of it. I hate yeah, the smell it. of it. But black, I love tea. It's black, weird.
1: bitter, love it.
0: Tea, I don't like it sweet. I right. just like the darker it is, the stronger it is, but I cannot stand coffee. It's weird. Weird. Yeah, I love coffee. Yeah, yeah Black, black Rifle is th- one of those companies that just seems to be blowing up as well. Oh,
1: they're huge. Yeah, they're the, those guys that. Got, I got with In the beginning That was actually A company I set out And I was like I want to work With those guys They're How following. I just like Their following Their content You know And people like Give me shit Oh your content's This and that It's a little edgy And I posted a Photo of me Covering my junk and the cowboy hat The other day And yep. all kinds Of people flipped out And I'm just like I just hate The fucking Squareness Of this business friend Of like I am so-and-so, and I make country music. You should check me out. Like, okay. oh, cool, you're like a fucking Stepford wife. Like, literally that movie where you guys all look the same and act the right. same. And it's like, find yourself. And so seeing Black Rifle Coffee there's outlandish. They're cussing. It's funny. It's it's not They're, taking yourself seriously. It's like making people laugh. I mean, we're in the entertainment business. Right. You know, I, I can... Move you with a song, make you cry, and guess what? I can make you laugh with a photo of me covering my junk in a cowboy hat because I'm certainly not a supermodel, right? <laughs> but white, too. Like, yeah, don't to. take yourself so serious, you know. So, uh, Black Rifle was a perfect fit, and I tried for a couple years to get with them, and they're a company that definitely it took longer because they don't they don't trust people that haven't served, and I'm not a veteran, so uh-huh. to get in that click of all vets, you know, a lot of guys try. I had to kind of go through a little. I feel like longer proving process and then finally sure. I got to go on a trip with those guys and float the river and just clicked with them so
0: you live a dangerous life sometimes dude some sometimes you see the things out there like you're you're out there I remember one of the videos you had a couple years ago you're hanging outside of a helicopter shooting shooting yeah shooting pigs
1: or boars whatever those things were yeah I like the kind of action that's what guys like Pastrana I think seeing me is that I grew up in the woods, dude. It's not just, hey, I'm country, y'all. Check yeah. it out. It's you like, just didn't no. change. Yeah, we try to do backflip in that old Mercury Topaz right there. Right? Let's do it. <laughs> a double backflip now. Right. Yeah. And, but I- uh, we had a car flip over, mostly stone. The one almost went over on top of me, and then helicopters. But you know, you can't be an outlaw if you sit at home and talking about being an outlaw. You got to do crazy shit. I have a and video. Not that I set out to do crazy shit. I just like to push the envelope.
0: You do. I have a video that you sent me quite a few years back. Um with you with a gun at your buddy's house, and you shot John Wayne square between the eyes.
1: Shot him in the eye. In the, right oh, the was, I was
0: right, yeah. in the eye.
1: That was one of the guys that put up money to pay for Mostly Stone. He put, like, $50,000 into that, and everyone's like, wait a minute, you had a meat company cut a $50,000 check to pay for a video called Mostly Stone with Charlie Sheen? I'm like, yeah. He got to have a logo in there. We got to promote the hell out of it. He saved the video in the last minute, because I didn't have a record label. I didn't have anyone that gave a shit. Right. I said, Charlie Sheen said he'd do it for free. We need $75,000, and... Got my publisher to kick in 25, got him to throw in 50, and went and shot it. And that's the one where we almost flipped the car over. But yeah, then I went to his place, and we got all fucked up one night, and he b- bet me about shooting John Wayne or something like that. And I joked about it, and he said, Do it, you won't. And my band's looking at him like, Do not. You just messed up. You just messed up. he yeah, just, he just up. fucked up big time. Yeah. And I shot him square through the pupil. And then I go to his Christmas party a couple months later, and he takes it on the road because it is perfectly through John Wayne's pupil. Be like, you shot John Wayne. I'm like, yeah, but if you're gonna shoot John Wayne, you gotta shoot him through the pupil. Like he'd be proud. If he was alive. He'd probably think that was a baller move.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just put a patch on it and call it a day, right, be your best exactly. friend.
1: Because he was tough. Yeah, kids aren't tough anymore. Rooster, put a put a patch on Rooster.
0: You have a new a new single out with Michael Ray, a couple yeah. other
1: dudes. Yeah, the higher education uh, co wrote that with some buddies for my record. And uh, I played it for Michael, and he's like, "What are you doing with this?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's, it's sitting here for me to record at some point." And you know, I think he's needs an outlaw song. Yeah. So he cut it. So then we rallied Lee Bryce, Kid Rock, Billy Gibbons, me, and Michael on it. And uh, it's
0: huge. A, it's a damn
1: banger. Yeah, it's huge. And hopefully, it becomes something big. We filmed the video for it not long ago. We did a live performance, supposed to be on national TV soon.
0: On national TV house so? like on a CMT sort of thing or uh
1: like a tonight show. I can't say what yeah, oh. because it's not gotcha. hundred uh, percent. But yeah, we filmed for that. But that's I'm really excited about that.
0: There's some power in that. I mean, if you think about it, you've got there's a lot of different dynamics in in that in that group of dudes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like seriously. And Kid Raw, everyone that did it is convinced it's a hit song. Right. Willie Nelson almost sang on it.
0: That would have been dope too. Yeah. No pun intended. See what right. I did there. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> well but yeah. Are you like? Is that going to come out soon? You think the
1: video? Yeah, no, yep. just
0: the whole song, like and everything, like the push behind it. So, so songs sort of out. I know so that. So but...
1: they're talking. The EP's out. It's called Higher Education. Title track, and they're talking about singles right now. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Right. Um, but it's been it's been cool, man. I went and wrote all these songs for my Broken Bow BMG debut, and I got a Travis Tritt single. Nice. Hopefully a Michael Ray single. So I got a lot of cuts. Uh, Mailbox, off that, right. and then I got to get on the Travis Tritt run with him and. Every night he's so sweet He'd be like, my buddy Tim Montana wrote this song and blah blah blah. My mom was there like, oh my god, freaking out. So. I
0: remember the one of the first times we sat down, we talked about your mom and your story about growing up and asking your mom about being able to go to a Kid Rock show and all that kind of stuff and yeah. how it turned around. It was you were almost sensitive, actually, you were pretty sensitive that that night in regards to we'll just we'll just like do the cliff notes of it. Growing up, you you ask your mom think you'd ever
1: save up enough money to... Right, digging an outhouse hole, actually, that summer.
0: Yeah. And you asked her... She said, if
1: you work hard, you can afford to do whatever you want. I said, cool. So many years later, I called that woman, who still lives in that single-wide trailer without electricity. but she she really? Yeah, she has solar power now. Did you buy that for her? (coughs) My brother did. Yeah? Probably 10, 15 years ago. But uh, she just got married again. She was pissed off because I made shirts that say, mama only gets married a fourth time once. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I then I pulled out the big guns and I had she was so mad and then I had Trager show up. They catered it. Kobe Calais came and sang a song. I nice. had the band on a tractor trailer bed in the in the front yard of the field. And uh, who else came? Headframe Spirit sponsored the booze. Raven Crossbow showed up. It looked like a good old fashioned It's funny. Country artists in Nashville now know there's certain signs that I've been somewhere. And Jake right. Owen actually said to somebody he saw a Traeger and something else on somebody's porch and he's like do you know Tim Montana? He's like, why? And he's like, because I see the signs. And <laughs> The brands. Was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was somebody that I'd, I'd hooked You'd up with. you been there.
0: Something. I love my Traeger. You ho- you hooked me up with mine. I use the shit out of it. I yeah. don't even use my grill anymore. I bought a flat top right before
1: I got the Traeger. That Blackstone?
0: I don't even use it. Yeah. There's no reason to. At the end of the day, dude, my favorite thing, I put chicken wings on there, and I just all fucking I see long. your
1: posts. I repost them all. Yeah.
0: Just because it's good, man. It's Great. good. It's I appreciate easy. you for that. They didn't
1: that. Uh, reinvent the wheel. They made it simpler.
0: They did. Um, I have a buddy that just bought some monster one. It's not a Traeger. It's some other thing. And I It probably at him, like, sucks. I'm kidding. I just look at it. I'm like, it's like a goddamn, like, it looks like a Mack truck. It looks neat. I mean, it's got a lot of neat things on it. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't want to have to read a... a, a I don't want to read. It. That was weird. I don't want to read a manual Someone's just to figure out how to turn it. Stuck in your vent,
1: screaming help. <laughs>
0: I know. No, they'll be there tomorrow. We'll, we'll, we'll clean the ducks tomorrow. Like I said, I don't want. I don't want to like use a smoker that I got to read a manual just to get it to work. It's retarded. I look look at all the stuff on. It. I'm like, holy cow. There's a lot of shit to do on this instead right. of just putting it in, turning
1: it on, and I really don't even use my meat thermometer too often. Traeger just acquired Meter, which yeah. is a fantastic new uh, Bluetooth uh, meat thermometer. Yeah, it's just like. And you stick it in your meat, and it's super sensitive. It knows exactly what temp it is. Just talks to your cell phone. So now Triggers, at that point, they've gotten so big, they're going to start acquiring
0: other, other companies.
1: But they've still kept their company culture still uh, very cool with their influencers i've been there that's my one of the longest running companies i've been with five or six years um,
0: i think my favorite thing is when i got the box he opened it up the inside of it was this whole like scene of the oh uh, yeah and the, it tells you how many beers to drink for like, install dude and, it's so badass yeah, i so mean they're, they're creative and i think that that's part of it this day and age you can have a product
1: but it's all about the brand and how you sell it yeah yeah it's, what, great it's what you at do starts starts the top jeremy Andrews is great and i've learned a lot you know i've had so many companies Fortunate enough to have them pay me to help launch their brands. And now I'm like, well, if people are paying me to launch their brands, could I launch my own brands? And that's right. where me and Billy's Hot Sauce Company and my new cigar company and now Old Boy Apparel. So well,
0: Old Boy Apparel's been around for a little
1: bit. But now we got some juice behind it. We partnered with uh, Troll Clothing Company out of Canada. They have that famous Dirty Hands Clean Money line. Yeah. So they own all that. Um, so we just partnered with them. That's going to start popping soon. Then we got the Big Sky Cigars, uh, the Vigilante. And then me and Billy, we had a meeting today. We're about to launch a shit out of Whisker Bomb. We got two salsas. We got two barbecue sauces, two who, pepper sauces. Who does the recipes for all that? Me and Billy did it. Yeah, you yeah, guys sit so, down together. So some of them, right, let me go back. So let me, let me clarify. Some of those we created. Some of those our uh, bottler would send us recipes, and we give them notes. So that right. the chef that would run it, hey, what do you think of this? Well, it's a little salty. Well, it's a little that. But we were involved. Everyone's like, oh, famous guy slapping his name on a bottle. No, we went really went through. You and did got it. it right, right. So we
0: we launched last Christmas, uh, Blue Valor whiskey, and yep. we went through the process of the same thing with the tasting notes. And I have friends that are super whiskey drinkers. I have a lot to learn about the business, but at the right. end of the day, I know it's for a good cause, and I want a quality product. But we just started again this year, and we uh, did stuff a little bit different. Came out with a blended. You smelled it today. Um, that literally we picked up Wednesday, and that was wow. a year's worth of work trying to figure out the taste. The for
1: me, the aroma is Im- important. You have to be able right. to smell but it. That, and that stuff you let me smell was amazing. Yeah. Caramel, brown sugar. Oh
0: god, yeah. just smells, but it doesn't oh, taste that way. The tannins were I mean.
1: just succulent on my lips. <laughs> they they're stuck on your lips. What do you think of my new voice? I can do all kinds. It's not gravel anymore.
0: Is that weird? Now, do what? Now, don't bother me, man. I just, I, I'm kind of curious how you're gonna sound on the stage though. Now,
1: uh, well. Don't judge me, because I'm not going to be able to do my I am going to judge
0: you. I'm going to call it pop country.
1: God, please don't. I don't want to have to hurl myself off a bridge tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow, night. Do, Tomorrow it, night. do it back in Nashville. That <laughs> way, Say goodbye to your kids, dude. <laughs> and they said week eight I can add gravel back, so that's after next week. We'll start replaying gravel, and then by the ZZ Top's tour that starts uh, top of November, I'll be... ZZ Top. Where's that one going? We didn't talk all about that. All across Florida, all across Texas, 18 shows. Holy balls! You guys yeah. are going to open for them. Yep, direct support. Just us and, us and ZZ, my favorites. That's rad. We like, got, got the grand old Opry the night before Thanksgiving. Get out of here. Yeah.
0: My buddy Sam is playing there the 27th of November. So, His Opry debut. Yeah, we're 24,
1: 25, something like that.
0: That's pretty damn neat, dude. Your I've, first time?
1: No, I've backdoored. So I did the Ryman once. First time was at ZZ Top. And then Billy Gibbons was honored at the Grand Old Opry a couple months ago with Travis Tritt and Eric Church and Chris Jansen and all these people. And I was invited to that. That's right. I saw that. So I have backdoored my way onto the Opry stage. Never had an official invite, but I've gotten that circle, damn it. So
0: is this one you playing Opry or is it with Billy again?
1: It's ZZ Top and we're direct support at the Grand Old Opry.
0: Is that a full show? Yeah. Really? Full show. How fucking cool is
1: that? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've never been invited to play the Opry, but damn it, I've gotten on that stage. We
0: were talking about Dylan Carmichael earlier, but his neat story was he was a security guard at the Opry, and he was the first and only one to work there and then step foot in the circle as an artist. Oh, that's cool.
1: that's pretty badass, man. Love that kid. I'll have to see if they can hire me, and then I can steal that title from Uh, (laughs) him. Hire me for a day. You'd be the second,
0: though. You'd have to do something else. Why don't you clean toilets or something like that? I'd be good at it. Thanks for the time, dude. Tell people how to find you online.
1: TimMontana.com. My OnlyFans page is HorseCock.com. Just kidding. Do not put that in there. That was a joke. Toad uh, made his voice sound like mine, but it's TimMontana.com at TimMontana. WhiskerBomb.com, BigSkyCigars.com, OldBoyApparel.com, TriggerGrills.com, BlackRifleCoffee.com, Polaris.com, IndieMotorcycles.com I am famous enough.com. I am famous enough.com. Check you later.